Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 95 of the Adventure Games Podcast. And Merry Christmas to everyone listening, if you are listening to this when it's out on Christmas Eve 2020 or whenever you're listening to it. This week is our Christmas special, where I sat down to speak with Dionus Games, who spoke to me about their game Watch Over Christmas. I tried to get them to join the podcast last year, but we couldn't schedule an interview, unfortunately. But they were kind enough to join me this year to talk to me all about their game Watch Over Christmas, what we can expect, the benefits and challenges to making a Christmas-themed game, and we have a long discussion on puzzles as well, so plenty to enjoy there. So, without further ado, here is my interview with Dionus Games. Please enjoy. So, thank you so much for joining me for this uh, Christmas special episode of the Adventure Games podcast. I am here with Chris and Stratos of Dionus Games. Probably got that pronunciation wrong. I should have asked how, how to pronounce that name. <laughs> That's a great start. Let's just go with it. You guys are working on, uh, well, you're publishing Not Another Weekend, and of course, you're developing Watch Over Christmas. Um, so, hello, Chris and Stratos. How are you both doing? Hello, Hi, we're fine. <laughs> so, we're fine, we're fine. Looked down also, <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> same as here in Ireland and we're, we're recording this at the end of November by the way Merry Christmas guys <laughs> if Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> you know we are very Christmassy guys you know that huh? <laughs> yes so, right. just on the video Stratos in particular has his Christmas tree up <laughs> yes. just trying to be in mood uh, well <laughs> it's, it's been a very long year I think for all of us so uh, you know, we we deserve some Christmas cheer, I think, here around the world, and um, and we we tried to talk last year, but uh, you know, for one reason or another, we couldn't. So I'm delighted to have you guys here uh, today. Uh, Thank you for the invitation. No worries at all. Thank you for to, to you both for joining me. So yeah, we'll see January for lockdown again, probably. But let's let, let's just concentrate on Christmas. Let's just <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> We can be right. positive in this, in yes. this episode. Yes, yeah. you have to be. You have to be. Um, so I suppose uh, we can, I can ask you to introduce yourself to see who is who and how to pronounce your company's name. <laughs> because oh. it's, it's all Greek to me. Sorry, that's the last joke. I will, <laughs> that is the last joke I will say. Well, no, probably won't be. But, um, but so who wants to okay. go first? Uh, Chris, do you want to go first to introduce yourself and, uh, and then Stratos and you guys can talk about uh, the company if you wish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my name is uh, Chris Tikos. Um, uh, I'm the co-founder of uh, Dionus Games with uh, Stratos. Um, well, as a normal job, I'm a naval architect and marine engineer. So this is my background. Uh, but uh, the love of adventure, you know, the love for adventure games uh, made me do what I'm doing now, uh, making games. And um, uh, we'll discuss yeah. about the company after Stratos when he introduces himself. 
Uh, by the way, I meant to ask you because I usually ask uh, people this question as well. Uh, do you have, now this, this could take an hour as well to answer, but we can, all of us a bit shorter, but do you have any favorite adventure games? Because before we recorded on video, you showed me all the boxes that you have of all the adventure games. Do you have any favorites well, in particular? <laughs> Well, you know, it's a, it's a classic. I'm, I'm a LucasArts guy. Uh, mm -hmm. Of course, I have played all Sierra, most of Sierra games and, uh, and LucasArts, but I, I tend to be more of a LucasArts guy, like, you know, the classics, Monkey Island and Indiana Jones, Fate of Atlantis and all these mm -hmm. games. But one of my favorite games ever, it's, the, it's a Riven, you know? Um, oh, okay. Stratos knows this. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the sequel to Myst. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was really hooked with Riven, and um, even I'm not into first-person adventure games too much. Well, I think the Riven is one of the best first-person puzzle puzzle adventure games ever made. So this is one of my favorite ones. Okay, and any any particular reason why uh, you like Riven? You mentioned that you don't like, uh, or you, you know, you're not usually into first-person. Adventure games, yeah. but is there something about like, that game? Well, the, the, the thing with Riven is um, you have all this uh, sense of loneliness. You know, you're walking around alone and everything in a strange world, which is really fascinating. You know, the story of Miss, you know, linking mm. books and everything. But the, pro the, the, the good thing is that the, I was really fascinated by the puzzle design. The, the puzzles were uh, so nicely integrated into the world and they were linked, they, they had some sense, you know, they were not just arbitrary puzzles lying around. The, 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 the world was alive, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, yes. This is what the, you know, this is what uh, Cyan is doing best, you know, they are the best, Cyan, for, for making these games, because they are not just puzzle games, just uh, a puzzle standing there. The, the puzzles are interconnected, there is a bigger cause at the end of the game. You know, you are doing everything for the last bigger puzzle, which has a tremendous amount of uh, importance. So it's really fascinating being there, and that's why it's not, it's not, it's not. The, it, I, I'm not into first-person puzzles too much, uh, games too much, but the way they made it, it's really amazing. I don't know if you have played Riven. I have uh, not. No, we we, really? we actually we actually discussed Mist on the podcast <laughs> a few months <laughs> ago, and it turns out that between myself, Thomas, and Laura, we're not really the biggest fans of it. Now, I of course I haven't played it, and of course I've spoken to people who are big fans of all the Mist games, but between the three of us, I think they're probably more passionate than I am. <laughs> yeah. Well. But um, you're talking, you talking with a guy who is making a third-person point-and-click. That's me, and I love the LucasArts games, okay? But, you know, honestly, if you... I don't know if you, if you try or not. Anyway, if you give it a second, you know, try, mm -hmm. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I, I read the books. I read the missed books. Have you read them, the novels? I, I have them. I have them, yeah. Oh, and have you read them? And, I, I, I have read them when I was in, uh, when, in 1999, oh, and wow. I really lo loved them, but I have to reread them, yeah, because back then I couldn't get the whole story. Yeah, no, I, I read them recently as well, and I, uh, you know, I haven't played the games as I said, but I, I love the whole, uh, you know, story surrounding it and the whole overall mythology of it, but um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, mythology. no, I might try it. Um, 
Okay. And, uh, and then before we get to Strata, so we're talking about, you mentioned Fate of Atlantis. Uh, what, what did you think of the section in Crete, in, in, in Nosos, which we were talking about before recording as well? I presume, have you been to Crete yourself, to Nosos, particularly for playing the game? Uh, to be honest, I have not been in Knossos. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you have been more time in Knossos than I have. <laughs> yeah, I've, well, I've been to Crete twice. But <laughs> yeah, you have been, you know, I have been to Crete because I have been there for holidays, but I was young. But we didn't go to, we were far away from Knossos. But uh, uh, yeah, I have, I have to, I have well, to go. Well, and anyway, should... my... my we should it's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. <laughs> the three maybe of us show me around Knossos. Maybe, maybe show me around Knossos. <laughs> yes, I, I will show you around your country. I will show you around Knossos, and I will be your tour guide. Thank you. Of two Greek guys. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for that, Chris. Uh, and uh, yeah. Stra Stratos. Um, Hi. Hello, Stratos. We haven't heard from you yet. Uh, yes. what, what can you tell us about yourself and your favorite adventure games? Well, my name is uh, Stratos Troganis. Uh, my main job is an actor. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, as a hobby, I like to create uh, adventure games. And that's uh, what we do. That's why we founded uh, Dionys Games, along with Chris. Uh, my favorite game. Well, I'm a big fan also with uh, LucasArts. And uh, one of my favorite games is uh, Green Fantango. Oh, good choice, yes. Yes, it has one of the best uh, stories uh, that I have ever played in a game. Yes, no, that, and that definitely. that basic character, Manica Lavera, one of the best. Yeah, well, one of the best. I think the whole game, I mean, I did have some issues with the puzzles and with um, uh, the controls a little bit. But overall, I think the whole world that Tim Schafer created, it was astonishing. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> Exactly. The, the, only, the only thing that uh, I would like to, to change in Grim Fatango would be not to be in, a, you know, just a, without a, with a, with a keyboard, the controls. Yes, they, they, they actually I would prefer, released it with the yes. made it point and click. I haven't played I it yet. I prefer the point and click. Uh, but they have released. They have they released have, the version with point they, and click. They, in, yes, in the remastered, you can yes. play with the mouse. Oh, I never played the remaster. Yeah, well, now, now yeah. you know. Yeah, I have me, to play the remaster. Now, now I have a reason to replay. <laughs> <laughs> No, definitely. It's, it's many people's favorite adventure game of all time, and for a good reason, I think, from yes. what I remember playing of it. Yeah, also from yeah, it's true, it's true. Yeah, no, uh, it's... Maybe we can say a bit about the uh, company Stratos, yeah. how the yes. name and everything and the yeah, pronunciation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> very, very important for me because as people who listen to this podcast know yeah. first of all I'm terrible at pronunciation even words in English so <laughs> well the pronunciation so is, uh, is, is, is also a puzzle oh like adventure <laughs> games you have to solve puzzles well the, the company's name is a puzzle also well th this, this puzzle I think I might need a walkthrough for it because <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> uh, but yeah, how did you guys, did you guys know each other before, uh, you, well, obviously before you found a company, did, did you guys know each other a long time yes. before or did you meet yeah, yeah, yeah. later on? How, so how, uh, We know since we, uh, teenage, uh, since uh, how, oh. how uh, 17? <laughs> yeah, we were, yeah, we were going to some uh, private, you know, to prepare for the national exams. You go to some in Greece, you know, we have some uh, uh, out, of, uh, out of school, uh, you know, uh, how can I say? Uh, Something like, do some like private lessons. Like, yeah, some private lessons. 
for uh, extra you know push uh, to prepare for the national exams i don't know if you have this in ireland but uh, yes, to prepare yes. yourself to prepare yourself for the national exams to to go to university then you go to some other private schools uh, for a few hours a week to do some extra blah 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 work and everything and uh, lessons and we met there oh very nice yes we have them yeah. in ireland as well i've i've been to them as a teenager as well they were they were fun <laughs> <laughs> well you know every it's, it's a big uh, it's uh, yeah this is a whole story for another podcast you know because you have this uh, you know uh, the system is like this, uh, so you have to go outside of school to learn something. It's crazy, anyway, or to, yeah. you know, anyway. Oh, yeah, no, uh, I, know. I, so, think, I think it's similar here in Ireland. So, so that's how you guys <laughs> met then. You, you met them too. Uh, so you yeah. became friends then. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. And actually, uh, this is uh, what Stratos uh, would say next, I guess. The name of Dionus Games, actually, it's... Um, uh, it's uh, it means two minds, you know, you know, oh. mind, two minds because we are two. Mm. So dio, dio means two, right? Mm -hmm. And and nous is the Greek word for mind. Interesting. It's something like a Greek uh, word root. Well, yeah, we, yeah. Two, there are two Greek words together if you combine them. Oh, so it's two, means, two uh, minds. Means yes, two, two minds. minds. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So I'm, I'm learning Greek now. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, wow. And in, <laughs> very so we, the, we can say it in Greek too. It's a uh, dio nous. Dio nous. Yes. Actually, yeah. But in, in English now, everybody calls it. You know, says uh, dionus. I, I understand. You know, because it's it's you know it spells like you know, dionus. Not Which like, is fine. Like how, how I did, and I basically butchered the pronunciation. <laughs> no, no, no. The word there doesn't exist, so the pronunciation, I guess, is something that we, <coughs> we make it up. Oh, yeah. It doesn't exist as, yeah. a, as a word to, to have a standard pronunciation. Yeah, so you can kind of like <laughs> say nearly anyway. Dionus, Dionus, Dionus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was a fun fact. There's a fun fact I was telling yeah. to, to Stratos the other day. There was one parent and he found our company and our games. And uh, he said, I'm very happy I found your company. And I'm like, how you, you found our company in the internet? Okay. Uh, my son was looking for uh, dinosaurs in the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so he was looking for coincidence? <laughs> no, he was looking for dinosaurs and Google, you know, Google sold our company, dinosaurs. I'm like, okay, it's no problem. We don't have anything to do with dinosaurs, but feel free, you know, <laughs> thank you for... Uh... <laughs> so maybe, maybe a future game. Yes, future you might have to make a dinosaur game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anyway, that's the, the story more or less. No, no, very, very interesting. So you, wh when did you found the company? When was the company created? Yeah, it was uh, three three years ago. Yes, three yeah, years ago. 2017, 2017. Okay, yeah, because I think I saw you talk about the game. Was it, I, I don't know at this stage, 2018, 2019, Watch Over Christmas, which we'll talk about now in a bit and i thought oh yeah. this looks very interesting i want to know more about this <laughs> because i <laughs> you know i always want you know like christmas movies i always want christmas games and i and I, this was um you know <clears throat> we don't have many of them and uh, you know because i know that in the dark side detective there is a section at christmas called by hard which is genius i think um yeah and, and i know that there is christmas quest games but there are not many 
other Christmas games. But we'll talk about Watch Over Christmas now in a, in a moment because you guys are also publishing another game mm-hmm. called Not Another yeah. Weekend, which uh, I believe it's uh, nearly... It's, uh, well, you can tell us yourselves about it. So you're not developing it, but you are publishing it. Um, so yeah. yeah, so what, what can you guys tell us about Not Another Weekend? Uh, well, it's a, it's a pixel art uh, adventure game, point and click, also third person, uh, which is mainly uh, with, with a lot of, uh, it's a, it, it, it takes place to, to a hotel. Yeah, the main character that you, that you have is, is a bellboy. And uh, you have only one weekend. That's why it's called Not Another Weekend. You have only one weekend to throw everybody out because you have a, a secret plan. Okay. Uh, about that. It's quite, it's quite humorous. It's very, I mean, it's, it's, very, uh, it's very, the old situation is very wacky. The characters are uh, pop icons uh, from the 80s. And it has a lot of humor, I think. Yeah, no, true. Yeah. From the screenshots and from the trailer I saw, it is. Seen, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it, it's crazy. You're gonna have a laugh, and uh, the guys uh, who are developing the game are Greek, uh, are friends, and um, they have put a lot of uh, love into it. Uh, and they are also planning for a demo. So we uh, we plan to show to the people. I mean, to give the people the chance to to to, to play uh, and to see uh, how it goes. Nice puzzles. Uh, um, it's important nowadays to have puzzles in our games, in our adventure games, and we can discuss about this yes. if you like during the interview because you, we see a lot of adventure games with the, eh, you know, the puzzles are a bit, eh, you know, uh, but but you have to have puzzles. Mm. We cannot forget about the puzzles, right? Um, and so I think it's uh, people will enjoy it. It's a bit adult. I mean, in the, th- in the theme, you know, there are some adult themes in in, in the game, um, but uh, it's really funny. Yeah, also, that's... we have to say that it's going to be a release date uh, soon, almost uh, the first uh, summer, of the first three months of uh, 2021. So it's yes. coming out very soon then. It's, uh, so that... it's coming. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah we, we uh, you know, one thing we have learned from, uh, you know, announcing games is that there is no need to announce games too early. You know, because after, after after a while, maybe people will say, "Oh, come on, man! It's like ten years in the making." It's uh, you're you're joking, right? So um, we think it's better to announce games uh, not very far from the release uh, date, uh, and uh, you know, to keep the momentum going and everything and everything. So we decided with the guys to to announce the game. Um, a few months before the release. We needed to be sure that we will release it. It's almost ready, blah, 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 you know? Yeah, I, I would actually agree with that because, uh, well, probably the best example of release dates we can, I can think of at the moment is with the game Cyberpunk 2077, where they keep delaying it. I mean, probably, <laughs> we're probably out by the time this episode comes out, maybe not, but I know this is a whole other beast altogether, but yeah. what I tell developers who I speak with is, you know, I always ask people, you know, I always ask them, do you have release one of, one of the funniest uh, things that I read about uh, Cyberpunk in uh, Twitter uh-huh. is that uh, the release date actually is written on the, in the title. 
2077. <laughs> <laughs> I agree that um, you know that we should probably, or people should probably announce their games uh, closer to the release dates. Um, mm-hmm. So because it's very very difficult to know exactly when a game will come out. That there's always last minute things to do, you know, with bugs and everything. So yeah, I think it's probably better off that you're waiting with this game. So it's uh, Ani- Animatic Vision and Dead Blue Friends are the developers. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can you tell us as well, before we go on to talk about Watch Over Christmas, uh, you mentioned that there are some famous 80s icons. C- can you tell us uh, any, any of the 80s icons that will appear in the uh, game? Or will that be... No, are they spoilers? no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's better to... Or are they spoilers? <laughs> yes. It's okay, better yeah, because the interesting... The interesting thing is to, to see for yourself, uh, source. I mean, to see, okay. ah, this is a guy, exactly. you know? <laughs> Because exactly. inside the game, they do not appear in their uh, real names. So you will not see their real names, but you will see the resemblance. So it's, exactly. um, you have to match it yourself. Okay. Okay. So it, this is the interesting part. I will, ah, we, will, we will know who they are. Uh, so we'll definitely know who they are. Yes. The, the worldwide yes. famous. Yes. Okay. So, source, how Almost, old are you? Uh, I am 34. Okay. So you were born in 1986? 86, yes. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Okay, maybe you remember some. Huh? <laughs> oh, I mean, I do know some from the 80s. I mean, I did see some 80s movies <laughs> and listen to 80s you know, I songs. I think all, all, the, uh, all the people in the hotel are uh, pop icons of that era. Okay, well, I'll let you guys know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you find them all, source, if you find them all, drop us a call. Yeah, definitely. It might, it might be an achievement. It might be an achievement of the game. So we, can, we can spoil it. I, I will let you know once, once I play it. And, yeah. um, and I, the last thing I say is you mentioned that it has kind of like adult humor. Is it similar to Leisure Suit Larry or uh, kind of its, its own thing? Uh, more, more, it's more mild, I think, than uh, okay. Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> yes, yes, more yes, mild. Yes. It's L- quite, quite L- mild, quite mild. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that quite is mild. so that is not another weekend where the bellboy is going to kick everybody out for the weekend because well, we don't know. That's um, that's what uh, we yeah, have to find out. Try at least. <laughs> exactly. He has a dark plan. Let's say that. Dark plan. Yeah. 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 We can say that. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm very intrigued because it looks great. It looks really nice. And I'm very, very intrigued about it. So and that's coming into the first few months of yeah. the game. So yeah, I'll definitely let you guys know if I find other pop icons. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. So now the game that you guys are working on is Watch Over Christmas. Um, <clears throat> because it's 2020, Apparently, Santa Claus has been abducted because that, why not? I mean, it's, yeah. It would not surprise me that 2020 Santa is abducted. Why not? We have, seen, yeah. every, we have seen everything in games. For example, uh, how do you say? Uh, <coughs> the Haros has, uh, has gone uh, vacations on uh, Discworld. <laughs> yes. So why not? Definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's got a vacation. So it's up to this a 12-year-old boy to try and save Christmas and the year because that's what we all need Christmas at this point. So I just want to let you guys say, what, what can you tell us about this game, Watch Over Christmas? Well, um, Santos, you can start about the story and uh, why we selected this one and we can, I can also mm-hmm. add later. Okay. 
it's a it's a story about uh, Christmas and not uh, because uh, someone that we can't uh, truly reveal uh, has uh, kidnapped uh, Santa Claus. So you you have this uh, 12-year-old boy Cisco uh, who has who, who has uh, a visit from uh, from the Christmas spirit who tells him to that he has to to save uh, to save Christmas. That's the main story, but it's not uh, only that. As the story develops, a lot of other things happen. Like uh, who has kidnapped uh, Santa Claus? Uh, who will help you to 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 free him, and how you are going to to save Christmas? Okay. Uh, it's um, it's it's a it's a we we would like to make a, a classic uh, Christmassy game because, as you said earlier, this is something that it's it, you know we don't we, we miss from adventure games. I mean, there are not practically there are no adventure games that are Christmassy, right? Exactly. I mean, you have the you have Christmas Quest. The, you have the trilogy, the trilogy of Christmas Quest, but that is uh, quite old. But this is the only one. And then you have, you know, uh, practically there are non-existent. I think, and um, we also thought that having a Christmas-themed uh, game might add some replayability. Uh, mm. You know, like there are some Christmas movies like Home Alone. Uh, you know, another Christmas movies that you tend to watch more or less during Christmas time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we thought that also this could be the case with our game and we can offer this opportunity to the players to revisit every now and then. Uh, on the other hand, this poses some risks because when you make a, a, a themed game, you know, this is a risk for the developer. And the publisher because this is a game that for example you don't expect to sell outside christmas right mm -hmm. so this is you know there are you know this is the coin with uh, two sides you have the benefit of this the playability let's say thing if the, if the game is good of course and um, and you have also the risk that you know it's a it's it's it's, it's a themed game so it will not sell outside this uh, period. But this we can discuss also later. The idea is that we'd like to make a family type, classic style adventure game, you know, cozy, uh, cute, challenging at the same time, right? Um, so that, that was the main idea behind it when we thought of the game back in 2016, I think. Oh, a, seems like so long ago now, 2016. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. That was the idea. Yeah, but they were saying like, oh, maybe we, we should make a game. And then we're like, what kind of game? And then we, we had a lot of uh, ideas and we decided to go with this um, Christmas theme uh, for the reasons I, I, I explained. It's, it's a risk, right? It's a risk. And you see, this is one of the reasons that we don't see many themed games. For example, you don't see many Halloween games. You, you see, you, you see some, right? And there are horror games. There are some Halloween yeah. games. Yeah, uh, I think Costume Quest, you know, by Tim Safer. He has done Halloween games. Uh, but you know, this is it's it's, it's a risk from uh, from the point uh, of uh, you know 
costs and development and publishing. You know, it's a, it's a risk. You don't see many Christmas games. But anyway, we, we chose to do this. We wanted to do something different. We took the risk. Okay. And we said, let's see what happens. Yeah. No, I mean, I was interested mainly because, oh, it's a Christmas game. As I mentioned, I can't think of any other, at least feature-length adventure game, full-length adventure game that is set entirely at Christmas. That there are sections yeah. of adventure games that are at Christmas or that are Christmassy or as set in winter, but this is the first game that I know of that is set um, entirely at Christmas. Um, now, yeah. now you, you mentioned as well that there were risks to it as well, and maybe that's the reason why there are practically no other feature-length uh, adventure games, but also I think it could be, uh, you know, it could be an opportunity because it could help your game stand out. You know, people ask, because I know a lot of people ask, are there any Christmas-themed adventure games? And so far, when I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe yes. in this game, there's this section that is at Christmas or is it Christmas, but it's the full uh, game. So um, yes. that's why we put, we put the Christmas uh, in the title. So, you know, you can't miss it. So you <laughs> somebody to be clear and you know, so you, you search for a Christmas game, it will pop up. And, and um, yeah, I mean, we believe we had questions in the past. We, we were looking ourselves for Christmas games. We couldn't find any. And because this is a classic adventure game, you know, it doesn't offer anything new in terms of, you know, gameplay. It's a classic style adventure game. We decided to go with a classic style adventure game, a gameplay interface. We said that, okay, what, we have, what is the hook of the game? Where this game can stand out? And we said, okay, the theme, the setting. Mm -hmm. So, the setting the, might make the game stand out. The Christmas uh, setting, you know? No, de definitely. At least for me, it does. And um, okay. it's, Great. But then, as you mentioned, some the risks, because we mentioned release dates, that you, should, you probably shouldn't mention release dates. But then I imagine, uh, now we can talk more about this later, but in general, I imagine you might like to release this game around Christmas. Uh, some of you either this year, next year, or, you know, whenever. Does that itself pose kind of a challenge as well? Because as I'm sure you guys are aware, making a game with bugs crop up, there are delays, and that sometimes game might not be released when you want it to be released. Um, so what, what, what challenges as well, you know, with, with regarding this, you know, or have you considered maybe releasing this game after Christmas, or do you want to stick to, so if it was a delay maybe this year, would you then consider, okay, maybe we'll wait another year before releasing it? <coughs> so more in general, so yeah. are there any delays yeah. up with release since it's a Christmas-themed game? I don't know if that question yeah. makes any sense. <laughs> I can't well, yes, Stratos also can, uh, can uh, help me with this. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, you cannot release this game outside of Christmas because it will be no, in March. a bit weird, you know? <laughs> yeah, so to be, to be honest, uh, to have the game uh, fully ready as we, um, you know, dream the game to be with full voice acting and everything, you know, we, we cannot make it this year, right? So, on, on the other hand, uh, we discussed and said with uh, Stratos that, uh, look, the game is practically ready now. We are finishing the script and everything, beta testing ourselves and everything. So, we said, look, this was a hard year. It was a difficult year for everybody. Uh, 
many people ask us, guys, can you release? We don't mind the speech too much. Um, so we are considering to do some kind of an early access release this year uh, so that people can have the chance to, to play it. People can have the chance to, to have some fun uh, during these difficult times, you know, the lockdown and everything. Uh, we have people asking, come on guys, give us something to play. I mean, adventure gamers mostly at this time. Uh, and we say, why, why not? It will be also good for us. It will be good for us to have some feedback. Um, uh, you know, uh, because, okay, problems will pop up and everything. Uh, but we are thinking of having an early access in this, during this year, by the end of uh, December. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, you know, as you said before, the, uh, uh, the 24th, 25th of uh, December. Let's see how it goes. Uh, but yes, because if we lose this Christmas, we lose practically one year. Because after that, when you will release it? February? March, it's gonna be a bit, you know. You, you, you can't, uh, you can release it. Uh, if you have a theme, uh, a theme game, it, uh, you have it for a reason. It's not a theme just only because you want to. It's because you are, uh, you're pointing on a, on a special, uh, on that special theme. So you can't, uh, for, for example, release it uh, in summer when everybody's uh, at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, well, so you have to you have to do it uh, near the year of uh, of Christmas. In Australia, in December, they will be in the beach anyway. A friend of mine from I mean, told me I mean, that she yeah. had barbecues at Christmas. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. have, you, have you considered maybe either this year or next year, maybe releasing it in November? Because I know some Christmas movies are released, you know, well before Christmas, you know, coming up to Christmas, to, you know, in November well, or early December. So have you thought about that maybe for either you know, yeah. next year? We, we, I think we yeah. don't have a, a specific uh, date uh, uh, of the release, but... Uh, as we, as you see, as you saw earlier, before we started recording, I have also, I have already have my Christmas tree in my living room, <laughs> and it's not even uh, December yet. So, it could be November. It could be uh, uh, the month of a, uh, of a of a of a release, maybe. Yeah, but not not. But the thing is that. If we had already completed the game source, we would have uh, most probably released it uh, November. Because as right. you said, normally for December uh, themed games or Christmas, you need at least a month. But yes. honestly, we, we, we couldn't release it this uh, November. Uh, so what we will do... <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's better to make a release even delayed during December, still you released it during Christmas, uh, than to lose the whole year, we think. Uh, mm -hmm. So at the moment, it's not, you know, we don't, uh, we don't want to rush the game just to make money. We don't plan, to, this, this is not the, the purpose, to make money. And anyway, we will not make money. I mean, it's an adventure game. You don't plan to make any huge amount of money uh, anyway. So uh, what we want is to release the game 
uh, have some feedback, uh, have a lot of eyes and hands playing the game. And we think that, okay, uh, having it as an early access on Steam initially, then, okay, we hope that people will be somewhat forgiving, you know, uh, for any bugs or anything uh, uh, there. Hopefully, we will not have too many, too many bugs anyway. Uh, but the idea is we'd like to have feedback also for the story, the characters, the puzzles. Maybe we can change something because during early access, you know, you, you, you want to change, you, you, you call people to, to, to tell you how to change things for the better, right? Um, so I think this is the plan for now. Um, and we would also like uh, to have your opinion uh, about the game as well uh, during early access. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, that's the idea. Yeah, no, that, Tikta, that sounds good. You, ha you have a plan anyway, it seems. So that's, uh, that, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the problem is that, you know, we have uh, this restriction and Christmas is a restriction for us. Yes. We cannot release outside Christmas. And this is a bit, uh, uh, yes, you know, pressing. But, uh, it's but it's a bit stressful for us. We love challenges. So <laughs> we love challenges. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Now, this, this this might be a very stupid question. I showed ignorance on my part, but the two of you are from Greece. Now, I don't know a huge amount about you know Greece. I'll be I'll be honest. From what I do know, I do like. But do you is Christmas a, a big holiday in Greece, like it is say in uh, you know in Ireland, in UK, and in, in, in America? Because I don't know if it's it's more a, a Christian holiday as well. And Again, I'm not going to get personal with you guys about religion and that. So basically, mm -hmm. is, is, you know, is, is Christmas as big a deal in Greece as it is in other countries? Uh, yeah. Yes. Huge. Yes? Okay. It's, huge. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's, it's very big. I mean... Uh, okay, the, that's good to hear. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, Easter, 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 yeah, Christmas and Easter are, are the, the, the most important holidays in the... Okay. Yes, but, uh, so, but Easter yeah. is uh, it's kind of different uh, in some other uh, countries. But Christmas is uh, exactly as big as it is, uh, for example, as you said, uh, yeah. UK, Ireland, uh, or any other. Uh, okay, that's excuse my ignorance. I just thought. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, from my from my experience, guys. I mean, because I have been to China, I have been to Japan. Uh, Christmas is becoming uh, also important there. You know, the people, the young people. They love Christmas because it's this cozy feeling. It's uh, Western. They like Western I stuff can, and everything. Uh, yeah. I, I can tell you this. Um, in uh, it, has, it also has to do with the uh, with the Christmas and the Christmas story of uh, of the game. Uh, in Christmas, we decorate a Christmas tree. Mm. This is, uh, I believe, it's uh, uh, it comes from uh, from old German uh, mythology. Here in Greece, we used to decorate uh, sheep, ships, uh, small, uh, small ships, toy ships. Not the uh, source, not the animal, the, you know, the boat, the boat. Yes, the boat. Ships, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry, my English, my English are not. No, that no, no, it's great. I, no, I, no, mean, no. I mean, not the animal, the No, 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 I boat. understand. Don't worry. No, your, your English, okay. I think, is, is at least probably as good as mine, because as anyone listens <laughs> to the podcast knows, my pronunciation so, is terrible. I'm saying oh, that because uh, uh, because uh, Santa Claus, it's uh, where we have, and it's uh, it's also called as Ayos uh, Saint Nicholas, Ayos mm, Nicholas. Yes, that's why because uh, Saint Nicholas is a, a protector from uh, for the sailors, 
that's why in Greece, because all the islands and the, and the sea, we used to decorate uh, boats, <laughs> not ships, boats. <laughs> yeah, no, ships is correct as well, yeah. No, I, I, I think I've heard that, you know, St. Nicholas, that there are different kind of origin stories of... Uh, <laughs> of... It's, actually, it's actually the same, but it's different, you know, uh, mm. throughout the uh, mythology and all this. Uh, it's different uh, in some countries, but the main core, uh, the main core is the same. Just yeah. change uh, the names and the... Uh, um, Chris, help me, Ethima. The... Um, Cust customs. The customs. customs. The customs. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, also in a source, in Greece, we don't have Santa Claus because Santa, we have Santa Claus, but different name. That's because Santa Claus is... <laughs> yeah, Santa Claus is from uh, Santa Nicholas, right? It's Santa Nicholas, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So in, in Greece exactly. we called Santa Basil. You know Basil? Okay, Basil, yes. You know the name Basil? Yes. B B A S I L. Yes. It's uh, we call him Santa Basil for some reason. I don't remember the, the story behind it, Stratos. Mm -hmm. It's the same guy, same uh, red uh, outfit and everything, same, but <laughs> we don't call him Nicholas. We call him uh, Basil. Anyway. Yes. Okay, but yeah, yeah we, we love Christmas. People, uh, you know, uh, consider Christmas uh, maybe the best time of the year mm -hmm. and the important holiday. So, yeah. Yes, because uh, the reason I asked, you know, was Christmas, you know, was it different in Greece than in other places? Because in Spain, I think it's, uh, they are celebrating more Santa Claus nowadays, but they celebrate the uh, 6th of January oh, more, the, um, the three wise men. Just a moment, oh. guys, because I lost you again. Wait. Oh. Uh, uh, yes, they, they are, this is uh, um, okay. That's a that's a fun fact. I think they have Santa Claus now as well, and um, and then in the in the Basque country up in the the north as well. If, they I, have, they have if I'm not wrong, in Italy they have uh, Befana, La Befana. Oh, I did not know that. She has. Uh, she also. She also has to do something with the three wise men. It's also La Befana. I celebrate in the sixth of uh, January, and uh, from twenty fifth of uh, Christmas of uh, December until uh, the sixth of January. These are the twelve uh, twelve nights. Oh, that's the twelfth that that night of uh, of uh, William Shakespeare. No, oh, that, that makes a lot more sense. Yes. I was wondering where, where did the 12 days of Christmas come from? So that sounds... That, that's, that's exactly what, what that's that why. That makes much more sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's the 12th, the 12th night of, uh, of William Shakespeare is uh, 6th of January. Oh, that's okay. when it happens with Oberon yes. and, and everything. Oh, okay. that's interesting. Well, I'm learning a lot. So yeah. <laughs> I'm learning a lot here today. So me and, too. Uh, <laughs> me too. When when I was decide when I decided to write the script of the of the game. Well, yeah, uh, because we, you know it's not just a Christmasy game just uh, out of our minds. We have done a lot of and especially Stratos has done a lot of research. Uh, all this folklore, Germany, Italy, you know, um, with Befana and uh, Niklas and everything. So it's. Uh, you know, we have tried to put into the game a lot of folklore stuff. Uh, right. Um, no, it's, it's, it's nice. Okay. Um, no, I mean, I'm look, looking forward to it then. And now it looks as well. I played the demo, I believe it was last year, and I really enjoyed it. And one of the striking things 
as well, you know, as well as the team of the game, but also the graphics. Um, now I know it's a podcast, so we can't uh, see. Yeah, maybe you can probably see on the you know the logo I'll put up. But how how can you describe the graphics? Because they they look absolutely beautiful, and I love the animations as well. So, um, mm. what, what can you guys tell us about you know what you were going for with the graphics? How do you describe the graphics? Oh, okay, uh, just an introduction for me, and Stratos will continue. Stratos, he's uh, just to, to clarify what uh, we are doing uh, for the development. Stratos is the, let's say, the art director okay. uh, for the game uh, because he's a more uh, artistic guy, you know. Uh, so he's in charge for the artists and the graphics and the, and the sound, so he can uh, tell you more about it. Okay. Stratos? Okay. Yeah, okay. I just gave you the pass, you know? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the graphics are all uh, uh, hand-drawn. Uh, and we are, uh, and we decided that uh, we want it to be hand-drawn as a, as a style uh, when we started because we also had the option if we wanted to be a pixel art because we were somewhere uh, in between. So we decided to be, to be hand-drawn. And uh, the, the girl that uh, made the, the backgrounds, she put a lot of effort uh, in this. and made a, a fine job. And we also decided uh, with, uh, with Elpida, the girl that uh, made the the graphics that we wanted to be a lot of uh, a lot of small details, so that so that be very pleasant for uh, for the player uh, to create him uh, to create him an atmosphere. Just simply to put a, a landscape and uh, only 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 a tree. And I think that it works. It works very fine as a final, the final result. It definitely does look very fine. It looks, it looks beautiful. <laughs> uh, you know, Serge, the, the interesting thing is that, the, the, okay, we, we mainly work with two artists, Elpida, who made, she, Elpida is a woman, uh, <laughs> just clarify. <laughs> yeah. she, she made all the, uh, the not all, she, she made most of the backgrounds for the game, and she didn't have any, it was the first time she did uh, game art. She's an excellent uh, artist, but she, it was the first time. So it was very unique because she, she put her own style in the game. And it's very unique style. The graphics are really, you know, curvy. They have curves. It's a, it's a unique style in uh, terms of graphics. And we have another artist, George, uh, who is also an adventure gamer. So he knows more or less how it works. He made the animations. And he's a very fine artist also. And we are happy with the guys. They are uh, with the girl and the guy. Uh, they are both Greek. Uh, so, you know, we are very happy that we have uh, practically and 100% uh, Greek uh, production. Because, you know, here in Greece, we, we don't make too many adventure games. You know, the, there is no... We don't have any classic companies here, uh, traditional companies making games like this. So we are quite happy. Uh, and the result is quite nice. Uh, people uh, say on, only good words about the graphics and the style, uh, and oh, uh, yeah, sure. we are very happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm, we are very happy about 
It's curious you mentioned as well. It also has its own unique style, that, as you mentioned with the with the curves as well. That in just looking at the room, as well on your website, that it looks very unique. So the, it's, it's definitely you know look beautiful the and curves, the, the curves because uh, it yes. was uh, we, we tried a lot of uh, different uh, styles and uh, perspectives uh, uh, through drafts before uh, we we finally uh, come up with this. We decided to, to create the curves just in such a way that we can put more things in the room. Mm. <laughs> yeah. In the, uh, in, in the screen, to, be more, uh, to have more <laughs> details. Because I think uh, w when you play and you have more details, it's like, it's like you are in there. Yeah. And you have a lot of uh, more, more things to do, <coughs> to search, to look, and it, and it creates uh, in the background, the scene, with all the things uh, and stuff, it, it, it creates the atmosphere for, for the game. So the, the thing is, you put, you, you, you put, it's like you give, you give something to the player. Uh, the the thing is that with this curve, yeah. we had one problem <laughs> with that curve. Uh, the, the perspective of the character going uh, to the back and coming in front. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I can imagine. Yes, yes. We, we, we discussed, uh, exactly, Stratos is very right about this. In the beginning, we were like, ah, it's very curvy. We cannot, you know, the perspective doesn't work. Doesn't work. So we had a problem with this and we explained, I mean, we had the uh, meetings with uh, the artists and everything, how to improve this. But at the end, you know, we said, come on, I mean, it, this is, the, this is the, the character of the game now. And uh, this makes the game unique. So now we see the game and we love it. I mean, we see the curves and, okay, honestly, it, the, the perspective doesn't work very nice always. We, we try to find some ways around it, but uh, this is the character of the game. And um, this uh, view, the, you know, the fish, the fish eye view as the artists, uh, I don't know, uh, call it. It's not a fish eye. It's not exactly fish eye, but you know, it's a, bit, it's a bit more curvy, you know, Stratos. It's a bit more yeah. curvy, the whole thing. So this makes the game a bit more unique now, and uh, personally, I, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, for, so from what I remember playing the demo and looking at the screenshot, I think it works well as well. Mm -hmm. well uh, it works well also. <laughs> it's, uh, it works, I, yeah. Yes, at least for me it does, and I'm sure for a lot of people. And did you come up with the engine as well, or using a specific engine for the game? <coughs> Yeah, for the for the engine, let me say I'm I'm doing the programming. Uh, okay, of the so game. you're doing the programming. I'm, I'm Stratos is doing the the art. <laughs> yeah, yep. uh, let's say art. Uh, Stratos is doing the art and uh, you know sounds and everything. With uh, we have a sound engineer also, uh, but he's uh, doing the direction of all these things. I'm doing the programming and uh, together in Stratos also he's doing script story and I'm doing puzzles. But more or less, we collaborate on all. I mean, we discuss script, we discuss puzzle together. Um, so uh, we always, you know, ask the opinion of the other guy, you know, to, yeah. <laughs> to make sure it, uh, you know. Uh, regarding the programming, we are using uh, yeah, a specific engine. It's called uh, Visionary Studio. Maybe you heard it. I believe I have. Uh, was, it, was it used by uh, Diadalic by any chance? Or am I wrong? Because it's, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It's, uh, because it look it looks like very like Deponia, like the the yes. Deponia. Depon uh, Deponia is made with that uh, with this engine. Oh, very nice. Okay, so that's why there's a. Now I said this still looks very unique, you know, like but it look it looks kind of 
similar-ish, but no, that's yeah, good yeah, <laughs> it's a, yeah. Well, it, you know, it's a, it's a good engine. It's a, I, I'm, the marketing of the engine is not very good. That's why people, you know, they say, "What is this?" But, but it's very—it's an old game. It's an old engine. It's not new. It's more than ten years, and uh, you have Didalic working on it um, with many games, not only Deponia, not only Deponia. Uh, but uh, it's a adventure games dedicated engine. So it's very—I mean, for anyone that wants to start making an adventure game. It's, it's a very good choice, and we're very happy with it. Is, is it easy to, to use? I know you say you're a programmer, but for somebody starting out making adventure games, is there... Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy. I'm, I'm not a programmer. I'm not a programmer. Okay. I'm doing the programming, but I'm not a programmer. Um, it's very easy. Of course, you might have to learn uh, some code if you want to do some more advanced stuff. But really, you can make an adventure game without coding. Eh? Without. I think wow. the, the good thing uh, yeah. with this uh, engine is it has uh, the ability, it has, a, it has an interface. So like Chris said, you, you, you can make a game without uh, even uh, have to code. But it also has uh, the code that it's made. It's a, I think it's a Lua script. Uh, you, you use Lua. You yes, use Lua. you can code. Uh, it has a, it has its own script inside that you, if you have, if you want to do a lot of more advanced things or things that you can do with the interface, you can, uh, you can program. You can, uh, you can use the code to do that. But so you don't have offers, to use a lot of code. So it's, yes, but it's, it offers, yeah. it offers both. Uh, yeah. So for anyone that uh, wants to, and also. Are they, not another weekend is also made with Visioner, the game yes. we were okay, talking yeah, in the so beginning. The same engine with not another weekend. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. No, because also there's another game coming out soon, and I spoke to the developers of uh, Nine War Lies. I don't know if you've seen that game. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are using uh, Visioner because yes, I know the guys. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, very nice guys. I spoke with them as well, and that uh, entry were coming out. I think probably in the new year, early new year as well. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, all the games that I know of that are made with this engine, they all look amazing, you know, yours included, of course. So I don't yeah. know why more studios don't use it, but I mean, I'm not a developer <laughs> or a programmer, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, it's the marketing, you know, they don't have a good it's, marketing, to be honest. And the, docu the documentation of the engine also is not good. I mean, um, Unity is very popular, you know, it has a plugin, it's called Adventure Creator. It's more popular because it has better documentation. Unity is being used by a lot of people, and also the uh, AGS, the mm -hmm. game studio. You know, you know AGS. Yes, yes. Also has a, has a big uh, community, so yes. people know these engines more. But uh, honestly, Visioner Studio is really powerful. Yes. Uh, no, definitely. From what I've seen, the graphics and the games I've played yeah, using yeah, that, yeah, yeah. this engine, it, you know. If you see the gameplay, also it's smooth, quite smooth. I mean, it's uh, yes. quite you know the gameplay is, feels nice, also. Yes, yes. At least from the demo, I remember it was smooth. Yes. And the, and the demo is the demo is quite old. Uh, mm -hmm. If you see the final game, you will see also the differences. Uh, it, will, it will it feels even better. Yeah. No, oh, well, I look I look forward to it. Um, Great. <laughs> and <laughs> then the uh, you also put that you have an original soundtrack so you have original music so do you guys do the music as well or do you get somebody else to do the music for the game yeah Stratos can say we work uh, we, we don't uh, we are not musicians so we don't uh, write the music but uh, as, uh, as an art director we, we, I know what we want for the game the style of the music uh, we want for the game 
So we are working uh, with a guy from uh, from Italy, Alessio. Uh, Alessio Russell, uh, Russelli, his name. Yeah. Russelli, yes, Alessio Russelli, and uh, he's uh, he's our uh, he's composing uh, the music for the game, and he has done, uh, I believe, very 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 good job. He's exactly in the mood for the game, as we wanted. Okay, so exactly what he wanted for the game. So yes, and he also and he also he's also making the the sound effects for the game, for example, for a door opening and things like that. Oh, interesting. And uh, uh, what kind of music, uh, if you can explain, is it like Christmas themed or, uh, you know, I don't know more. I mean, uh, I'm not a music person myself, so. <laughs> yes, mm. uh, mainly it's a Christmassy music, mm. but it depends. It depends uh, the situation and where you're in the game. For example, there's a scene in the game uh, where you meet someone very important that I cannot say. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, He's, he's revealing you uh, some clues that may help you uh, throughout the game. And there, the music, it's not, it's not Christmassy. It's Christmassy. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's ambient. Okay. Like. So in some, uh, some situations, it just changes. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not Christmassy throughout the game. It's not, it's not Christmassy, yes, in, in all, in, in, throughout all the game. In some other parts, it's, uh, it, it, has a, it has a tune of uh, something festive, but it's more like, uh, I don't know, how, how you say that? Jazz. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have, we have different styles of uh, music throughout the game because, you know, you have a, it's a Christmassy game, right? But you cannot have Christmassy music all the game. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Eh? It's going to be like, oh, I'm fed up, you know? Yes. So it's a Christmassy game, but don't expect Christmassy situations all over. So it's a game that we try to give some changes in the scenery and the music yes. and everything to give you some, uh, you know, uh, changes. Uh, you cannot have the same thing all over, uh, I mean, for the whole yeah. game. For example, uh, in some point of the game, you just visit a, a forest. There, the game is more atmospheric, more mysterious, because and the mood of the game there, it, because it's something something is about to happen, and uh, you have to find and so it's it's more it's more of a mysterious, because the yeah. forest so, is uh, mysterious and uh, enchanted. Yeah, there are some more tense moments, some t more tense music, so. The Christmassy is there, but not all the time. All the time. Okay, so there's a variety. <laughs> yeah, you have to, you know, in adventure games, you know, it, uh, you have to keep the variety because otherwise, you know, uh, the, it will tire the, the, the player. Eh? So mm -hmm. you have no, to give him I some changes in the mood and, <laughs> you know, that, more or less. So That is true. Um, yeah. Okay, that, that's the music covered at least, and the soundtrack, and then uh, and the soundtrack will be yeah, and then we have we we release the soundtrack also different, I mean uh, separately. Oh, perfect. Uh, because yeah, it's really interesting, and uh, Alessio we discussed with him, and uh, he's doing such a nice job, and we said, come on, Alessio, we can we can release it as a soundtrack. It's it can stand as a soundtrack. Yeah? Okay, no, no, look forward to that as well. So that could be played yeah. uh, over even if you're not playing the game. So mm -hmm. yes, yes, um, definitely. Now, you, you mentioned this before, uh, Chris, about uh, puzzles in, in games that, uh, you know, you wanted to include puzzles in this game as well. Now, since this is a Christmas game and since I presume it, you, 
you know, it's, it's, you've mentioned it's suitable for all ages, for both adults and children as well. Um, how did you go about creating the puzzles that could be, you know, as you mentioned, fun and challenging, you know, so that would be challenging enough for maybe adults and experienced adventure game players, but then anybody who wants to play a Christmas game or children that they don't get frustrated. Yeah. So how did you go about, you know, with this balance? Yeah, that, we gave it a lot of thought and we had uh, this, uh, we, we, we had this puzzle design, uh, made this all this puzzle dependency charts and everything, uh, like uh, Ron Gilbert uh, has uh, mentioned once. We, we did a, a thorough uh, search how to achieve the balance, as you said. The problem is that nowadays, people do not have the, maybe the, the patience or the time to, uh, to spend on, uh, on puzzles like, that, like we had on the, in the old days, mm-hmm. where we had the luxury to, to, to get stuck in the puzzle and wait uh, until we solve it and everything. And the problem is that, personally, I'm a hardcore gamer, so adventure gamer, I have, I have played text adventures which were unforgiving, you know? No, so yes. <laughs> I have a tendency to create difficult puzzles. And I had created some difficult puzzles for uh, What's Over Christmas, but then I went back and I said, oh, come on, maybe this is too difficult and what to do. So um, we think the puzzles are, are nice for, adve- for, uh, for uh, experienced adventure uh, gamers. They are not very easy. They are not also very hard for uh, novice adventure gamers, but we were thinking maybe we, for the for the really young guys, uh, if they want to enjoy the game, we maybe we have a special mode like uh, more uh, easy or uh, you know more hints or you know, because we don't want to spoil the game for the more adventure gamers for the more experienced adventure gamers. Uh, we need to have uh, challenging puzzles, you know. You, you cannot make that easy games. Um, and uh, I think that the adventure games nowadays are quite easy. Well, this is not necessarily bad. This is my personal uh, view because I see many adventure games that are, you know, quite easy. You just, okay, the story moves on. You have some puzzles, some puzzles, they don't get in the way. Um, but, you know, there is no, there's not much of a, of a, of a challenge. So, um, yeah, I think the puzzles will be challenging also for uh, more experienced uh, gamers. Yeah, so you mentioned they're including hints as well. So would you be, uh, would you consider including, a, you know, an, optional in-game hint system or you mentioned another mode for more novice uh, players so, so they would be right with or what do you yeah do, or well, well yes. we are we are yeah we are against uh, you know the hint system um, which is uh, outside of the game external hint system like you know you press a button and it gives you a hint mm. we don't like that i mean the hint system should be inherent to the game okay mm-hmm. so if you want to give hints you should take them within the game, maybe another character or some uh, uh, hint by the main character or whatever. But it has right. to be uh, from within the game. It's, it doesn't feel very natural to have a hint system away from the, from the game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we want to make a, a more easy game or like uh, for, for players that, you know, 
they don't ex they want to experience the game without you know the difficulty of the puzzles maybe you have to have a separate mode like a more easy mode uh, where there maybe there will be less puzzles or uh, the hints will be more direct right but uh, personally and Stratos idea is the way we want the game to be and we the way we dream the game to be and we want the game to be is to be challenging we don't want to have a game that it's a walk in the park mm. but for this one you need to have good hint system which is it's inherent to the game it's inside the game so we provide hints yes we have hints Okay. A, 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 a puzzle has to be solvable. Must be solvable, mm -hmm. and it has to be. Uh, you need. It, it needs to give. It, it needs to give you the the correct direction. How to to, to go? Where to go? To uh, to uh, to solve the puzzle. You you know how it is. Yes. Uh, moon logic and everything. It's out of the question. We 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 need, the puzzle must the puzzles must be logical, uh, and there you need to have hints inside the game. That's it. Okay um that 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 sounds good because yes not, there's nothing worse than uh you know moon logic puzzles that you know try to guess what the developers are <laughs> yeah are, well, are so. but honestly making pu good puzzles in a game uh, it's very difficult because challenging. I, I have played yeah i have played so many adventure games and i'm like i'm always criticizing uh this puzzle and this puzzle was the but come if you if you come to make some puzzles it's even more difficult so i can imagine uh, if you if you if you haven't done any puzzle design, you cannot imagine how unfair you are with other developers. So now I can feel them and I can see that yeah, I'm, maybe I'm too harsh sometimes with developers. Now I'm see I'm seeing for myself uh, that making good puzzles is really hard. Yeah, so I, I can imagine making adventure games in particular to make the to make the puzzles must be one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, because you need the puzzles to be a part of the world. You cannot have puzzles that are, uh, they don't have any, uh, you know, they, they are uh, exactly, I mean, they are arbitrarily uh, positioned, placed in the game. You need puzzles that uh, go with the story. You need puzzles right. that have sense, you know? Well, uh, for me, puzzles are just like characters in a story. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can make a, a puzzle that doesn't fit to to the story or or to the situation and uh, you don't you don't have to create a puzzle uh, just to be there because you think it's a uh, very good or too good or too smart or too hard or too easy you have to be it's, it's like a character in the story what the character will do so you don't you, you don't have to to deal a puzzle differently i think for me uh, yeah, it, it has to be part of the of the story. The, the, the puzzle has uh, its own character. It has its own, um, you know. So there uh, has to be purpose. To, yes, it has. There has to be a reason why 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 you have this there and not something else. Mm -hmm. Because when you create yeah. puzzles, you have uh, endless uh, uh, ideas and things that you can do. So why did you choose that? There has yeah. to be a reason. Without a good reason. There is no reason to have it. This is this is why this is why adventure games are the best way to uh, have uh, you know to express your narrative uh, with puzzles because um, the puzzles are there for a reason. Uh, otherwise, you you have a pure puzzle game. Okay, puzzle games they are you know 
they are uh, a separate, uh, you know, uh, league on their own. It's it's a different thing, uh, and they have a purpose of existence. Puzzle games, but adventure games are not like this because of that. Because you have the narrative that combines with the puzzles in a very, um, you know, elegant and very uh, nice way together. Exactly. Uh, if they blend each other. They blend each other. So uh, this, but this is what makes designing puzzles for adventure games so difficult. And also the puzzle. You cannot, you, you, yeah. Also, the puzzle is the is the one that it goes uh, it goes the story further. The story uh, continues in an adventure game as long as you solve some puzzles. So the story continues because of the puzzle you solved. So that's it why cannot, it has. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's it why it be. cannot be. Uh, it has to be part of the story. Yeah. So the, the, the idea is that the puzzle design is not difficult because you need to think of a, of a puzzle to, to put inside. It's how to make the puzzle relevant to the game. That's, that's, a, that's a difficult thing with puzzle design in adventure games. When the, 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 the player solves a puzzle that makes sense, he's happy, you know? You know, you know how it works. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is uh, uh, what... Uh, Sir, sir, say again. You get this aha moment when you resolve a challenging puzzle. Yeah, but the, the aha moment is for relevant puzzles only, I think. Mm. Uh, this makes you happy. Um, and this is what I would like to uh, suggest also to, to, as an advice to other developers. Um, if you don't play adventure games, you cannot really do this efficiently. Uh, because I can see many adventure games nowadays with minimum amount of puzzles and the puzzles they sometimes they don't uh, relate and uh, they are more of uh, you know nice stories mm. progressing and you just okay you are just there making some dialogue decisions and you move on with minimum puzzles okay this is nice but okay this is not my cup of tea I mean um, you need to play adventure games even older adventure games and get some ideas for puzzle design uh, because there was a, an era that they were doing things, in my opinion, right. How to design puzzles and uh, go that go together with the story. Um, nowadays, I see that they give more of uh, attention to the to the story than uh, the puzzles, and this is a way that personally I'm not very happy uh, with this because. Um, you need the puzzles to stay inside adventure games. Uh, do not, we, we must not undermine their, uh, uh, you know, uh, importance. I think I, I have this feeling. I don't know, sir, about you, but I, I see many adventure games that okay, there are more of a story nowadays and less puzzles. Yes, yes. I mean, I. I, I think I agree mostly because, I, you know, definitely there's more focus on story. Uh, most uh, most games now, most adventure games than on, on puzzles. Some, some games, they just remove puzzles entirely or they just have different kinds of puzzles. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what, what I said before as well, to try and, you know, appeal to, you know, different kinds. Because you mentioned as well that nowadays we don't have the same time that we had to spend hours on our days on a puzzle. Um, so, you know, what, what, what I would say as a gamer as well, who, you know, who likes playing adventure games, but who mightn't have as much time, 
um, is, and again, it's just my own, you know, my own advice, my own opinion from a gamer's point of view, is you can, you know, have challenging puzzles as you're having in this game. But then I would also say, like what you guys were saying, to have a, maybe a different mode or more hints for novice gamers as well, or for people who want to play for the story. <laughs> but then I also understand that it's, uh, it's very challenging and time-consuming and expensive maybe to do that. Um, but yeah, I, what, I, what I would say for adventure games is that, because another thing that I would say is if you just make an adventure game challenging, you know, for the more hardcore adventure game players like us, <laughs> it would also be a shame if players just started playing it and they got stuck in the puzzle and they didn't finish the game. Um, I think because after all the work and effort and time and money you're putting into the game, it'd be a shame for people not to finish it um, as yes. well. You know, surely, you know, you probably want them to finish the game. So that's why that's why I ask. Um, you know, you know, it's, it's, I think it's, you're doing right to have maybe two versions if you can, or more hints for novice players or uh, mm -hmm. something. But again, I'm not a developer, so I don't know exactly how you do it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, yeah, some puzzles maybe, yeah, it's not nice to it's, skip puzzles, but you know, some people they don't like the close-up puzzles. This so, uh, sure, uh, you might have a yeah. This no, difficulty. This this difficulty, I think it exists throughout to all the genre of the games. It doesn't have to be an adventure game, or so it may be a platform mm. or an action game. Yes, For example, yes. in a platform game, it must be, maybe there is a level that it's too hard mm -hmm. to oh, complete yeah, the game. <laughs> we we all yeah. been there as childs. Or to an action game, maybe there is a boss that you cannot uh, bypass. So there. It might be things uh, like that. We don't want that. We want the player to finish the game. Mm -hmm. But uh, the reward, when you do that, it has to be something like uh, as, a, as an actor or as, or as, a, as, an, as, or as an artist. I remember uh, the old times, uh, the scripts of uh, Steven Spielberg. When you see a movie of, of his and it finishes, uh, you still has you still have this mood uh, with you. So so mm -hmm. when you solve a puzzle or you finish a game, and uh, if the story is good, if the if the puzzles, the reward from them uh, is good. How you feel uh, when you when you solve them? When, either when you finish uh, the game, you, you, I believe you you have to have uh, that mood with you for a while. What? Did the game left you? Yeah, yeah. No, that uh, yeah, that makes that makes sense. Because uh, I know different developers have different things that they allow you to. As you mentioned, skip the puzzles. Others said that in other games I've played, you know, if you're spending a lot of time on a puzzle or in in a game, the character might give a hint. Then they might say, "Oh, maybe I should." do this or maybe I should try this or other characters yeah. spending a lot of time might say hey maybe you should come over here maybe you should pick up this object <laughs> yeah um, but anyway to, yes. to, 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 to be I mean the, the, the thing is that we must not make the mistake to make games this is for all developers and for us to make games the way we want them only mm -hmm. because we need to see what the people want right I mean uh, we played games back in the uh, 90s. The games more, they were harder. Um, I used to play also text adventures, we were, which were hard. Uh, I like, I like uh, for example, hard puzzles like Riven or, uh, you know, but 
I cannot make games because I like these kind of games, right? I have to see what the people uh, likes. Mm -hmm. So we have to think about the, uh, the our market, and we see the new um, the new players, the new adventure players. They cannot, you know, they are not the same like like us back in the nineties, right? So we cannot make this same mistake. Mm -hmm. Yes. They, so they uh, things things have changed, right? Uh, adventure games are different. Yeah, yeah, and adventure games have have changed. So we have to keep some balance here, and this is very difficult. Sometimes I'm thinking, and Stratos thinks, thinks oh, maybe this is, you know, maybe you have to do like this, or this is too easy, or I mean, we, we have to think again. It's not the same, you know, it's, it's not the 90s here. We want to make a classic style adventure game, but we cannot, we have to change a few things. We have to make it sure. more appealing to the, to, the, to the new players, to the, it's 2020, you know, it's different. Sure. No, that makes sense. Well, before, before we move on, because I, um, there's another game I've played called Bleeding Moons, which is more of a, they call it an interactive novel. So there were not a lot of puzzles, but when they did have puzzles, you know, like the close-up puzzles or the logic puzzles, they gave you different options. So you could play as, you know, the, you know, could do it within the game, the adult version of the puzzle, the child's version of the puzzle, or you could have the other character do the puzzle for you and just concentrate on the story. <laughs> and uh, they did okay. that. And, and again, I thought maybe, maybe that's an option so the player can choose. Now, I chose the adult version. I chose because I wanted uh, the more challenging puzzles in that game. But then again, if a player is playing it mainly for the story or if they're frustrated, maybe that's another way. Now, I know other people might disagree. They might go, no, we just have to have a different way. But as you mentioned, um, you know, times are different now and the adventure game players are different, you know, they're playing, you know, like telltale games and other games that are less challenging. So it's, um, you know, it's, it's, I suppose it's challenging to have a balance, as you mentioned, to, to cater to all tastes. Yeah. But, you know. Anyway, it's, it's exactly. There are people that like puzzles. There are mm -hmm. people that don't like puzzles or there are people that like hard puzzles, easy puzzles. Mm -hmm. People that like the story more, uh, we have to try to, uh, you know. <laughs> try and find a way, try and find a balance. <laughs> try to, yeah, exactly. So, well, exactly. Uh, well, that's a long time we spent on, you know, puzzles. That's, that's thank, you, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> yeah. How, we, we do. Yeah, well, I mean, we could spend a lot longer, I'm sure, but what, um, uh, this might be a very difficult question to answer, but I'll, answer, I'll ask it anyway. How long do you think, more or less, it might take people to finish the game? Um, you know, is it possible to play it over a few days over Christmas, or how long do you think that the uh, people playing would expect to complete it, or would it would it depend on uh, you know whether they're experienced puzzles or not as well, or, or is this a question you can answer at the moment? <laughs> well, look, yeah, um, I, I don't think it's a game. Yeah, you got if okay if you played for the if you playing for the first time, you can, you cannot finish in one go. I mean taking into consideration that you have to solve the puzzles and everything. So I don't think you can solve it in one go. Mm. Not possibly. Uh, I mean, you will come again maybe tomorrow, the day, day after tomorrow, and work on it. Uh, now, okay, for experienced adventure game players, uh, I think it will take uh, at least, I, mean, I will not say any hours, I will not say any right. amount of hours, because this is, this is tricky. I mean, for it's a tricky, it's a tricky, tricky question. Questions. We can't actually answer that because uh, you don't know the player. There are players right. who are hardcore and they can finish it, for example, in a, sure. 
few hours uh, or others in uh, two days or others in a week. It also depends uh, of, how of the amount of time you put uh, to the playing, to, to the playthrough of the game. So it really depends. And uh, I don't believe that uh, adventure games are measured uh, to how long the player uh, in Vogue is going to finish uh, uh, the game. I think uh, we measure them uh, if, you, if you know the solution throughout from start to begin to, to, to the end, how long, uh, what is the, the Chris, the, the play time? Mm. The play time. Yes. That, that changes, uh, that depends, I suppose. Yes. That, that, so, that, that depends. That we depends. can, yes. So, you, you yeah. can really, you can really tell uh, how how long but, it will take you, because but people it's a, and it's players a, are yeah. different. Yeah, but I think overall it's a satisfying uh, the amount of uh, gameplay. It's satisfying it's enough. Exactly. Uh, I, I, I personally I'm not very fond of very long games and not very short games. I'd like medium sized uh, games because you don't want to get tired by the end. You need. Uh, when you finish the game, you want to have this taste of, I want more, you know. So, uh, I think it's just uh, about it. I mean, it's just the, the right uh, amount of gameplay. Okay. Okay, no, that's, that's I know I was putting you on the spot with because <laughs> so, No, but you are yeah, right, well, because there, there are other developers who say, oh, my game would take like five hours, and then I would compete in two or three hours, and I'm not the best at adventure games but it depends on other, on other people might take eight hours so it's kind of yeah it's kind of hard as well to <laughs> i have look uh, source i have finished game in as you say three hours and i'm like amazing i want more i have yes. finished game in 12 hours and i'm like thank god it's oh, over yes no, no it's yeah. okay so like, okay i want this over now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so i'm like oh come on come on come on i mean after at some point i'm like come on let's finish i mean it's, it's uh you know it's uh <laughs> so uh, there is no any rule of thumb, I think. Uh, but no, normally, I think if you have adventure games that you can finish uh, in four or five hours or six hours gameplay, I'm fine. You know? Yes. Uh, I'm happy. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy. Say, I, don't, yes. I, I don't want. I, yeah, I don't want games uh, that uh, you know, like, like for example, I have um, I have some friends. They play these action games from uh, UBI Softies. Uh, Yes, or the uh, yes. Assassin's Creed, Odyssey, or all this, and they say, "Ah, uh, 100 hours." I'm I, like, oh, I, come on, what? 100 hours? I know, no it's way. crazy. I might, I don't play 100 yeah. hours for all my games during the year. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> no. we, we, yeah. So it's not. Uh, there is no point. Uh, I'm, I'm, li I'm like, uh, you know, I, I'm waiting for Cyberpunk like crazy. Mm -hmm. But still, I cannot, you know, I'm thinking about how many hours I have to, uh, you know, put into this game. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> it's like I cannot play this game. <laughs> of course, I need a better computer also, but... Yes, anyway. yes. No, that's, that's a fair enough. For me, it's like it's a game with three, four, five hours. I'm like, oh, that, that's good. I completed the game. I had to tell the full story and get the full experience. And then, as you say, like Assassin's Creed for me would be like 60 hours. You know, I don't have the time during the year to play a game like exactly. that. I have that exactly. issue with uh, Disco Elysium, which everyone, Thomas What's and I nice, uh, You just spent two, three hours and it's fine. Exactly. Why you spend 10 hours in an adventure game? Come on. Exactly. And everybody complains. Like sometimes you complain, oh, how, how much is the gameplay time? And you say, you tell him four hours, 15 uh, euros. Like what? 
50 euros for five hours gameplay. Man, you go to the cinema for two hours movie and you pay 50 euros. What do you want? Exactly. So it's a quality. Why you complain? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, no, that, that's definitely very true. And, uh, yeah. and where, where can people, so you're, you're planning on releasing this game on PC? Are you planning on releasing it on different platforms as well? <clears throat> yeah. Like Switch uh, or anything, anywhere else? Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Uh, we are working with, uh, currently, uh, the release will be for PC and uh, Mac. Okay. With, uh, Mac yeah. Yes, a, a desktop uh, version. Desktop version first. And uh, next year, the, the plan is we already have working versions for Android and iOS. Actually, I tested my iOS version today. Looks fantastic uh, for the app, for the iPhones and the iPads and everything. So yes, we have uh, plans for mobile version and also for the for the Switch. But you know, for uh, Nintendo for Switch, this, mm. for the Nintendo Switch, yes. But there is a process for the Nintendo Switch. We have to first apply and they have to check it out. Hopefully they will say okay, but uh, uh, the engine Visioner also supports the Nintendo Switch, so uh, that's the plan. Yes. Okay. And where can people find you uh, online if they wanted to find out more about you guys and <clears throat> the games you're making? Uh, yeah, through, through, okay, through our site, uh, which uh, which is uh, the uh, the Dion's. Uh, Okay, I forgot it. Dionis.com and, uh, yep. and mainly through, through Twitter. Okay, so you have social media uh, as well? Yeah, social media, yeah. YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook also. Discord. Discord. Well. We have a, we have Discord, a, we have a new server in Discord. So, yeah, yeah. But, I'm thinking yeah. about it because, I, because since uh, we are doing, uh, you know, a uh, podcast, uh, we using our voices i don't know if i have to to spell the, the html I'll, addresses i'll, I'll include <laughs> I'll include links anyway in the show notes so that's yeah, what, yeah. You to... no, well from our from our website there are links to every social so if right. you go to the website dionus.com you can link to our uh, yes, social all our social media Right, and I'd, I think I follow you just about everywhere, so I'd recommend other people do the same. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and one thing to say is that initially the game will be only in English because there's no time to, uh, for other languages, but we already uh, have discussed with uh, translators for, uh, for more languages. So, okay. yeah, we'll have more news about this in the future, but yeah, it will be translated to many languages because, you know, you have uh, markets like... German market or Italian market, even the French, you know, they were very hot on adventure games. Uh, so, you, you know, for Spanish markets, you need to uh, give them the translated product. Right, yes. No, that's a big, big, well, a big thing, especially now that I see to translate the game, even in, uh, you know, in, well, Mandarin and Korean and Russian as well. And, you know, <laughs> uh, there's a big yeah. market in those countries, you know, who prefer it in their languages. But uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but especially for adventure games, you know, this is quite costly source yes, because yes, we have I've a lot heard, of text. I've heard. <laughs> we have a lot of text, so you, you can imagine, uh, you know, if you have a game uh, for, you know, you need a few thousand euros to to translate the game into another language. So no, I, I, imagine I, that. I've heard that it can be quite tricky to get good. Uh, translation <laughs> for adventure games so yeah 
and it's expensive also and it's uh, tricky so you need to be you know careful about this yes definitely um yeah and yeah. And, and, and then before before we finish it, because I kept you here for a long time. Now, do you have any? Do you know? Now, I'm pretty sure you probably are not able to reveal what future plans you have. But do you know what future plans you might have after Watch Over Christmas and not another weekend? <laughs> have you discussed what you're going to do if there will be, I don't know, a sequel to Watch Over Christmas or something else? Maybe a game with Easter <laughs> or. <laughs> <laughs> Or another team, or maybe no team at all <laughs> for your next game. Uh, have you considered at all what you might be doing in future? Uh, yeah. We have some thoughts. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have some thoughts. That's a good answer. Yes, you yes, some thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, we have a lot of thoughts. So yeah. So we 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 we, we gotta stick to adventure games for I mean more or less for, because yes, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, we have, um, uh, as we said before, we, we want to also do more uh, publishing for adventure games. So we'd like to, to help also uh, other developers that might need some assistance with the, the publishing uh, for adventure games only. Mm -hmm. uh, for any possible sequel, okay, let's see how it uh, goes, what's over Christmas. If, you know, if it goes well, it's something that you always look into, have a sequel. But anyway, we have other uh, uh, stories in mind and uh, uh, some other mechanics for adventure games. Uh, to be honest, for our first adventure game, we wanted to play it a bit safe. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why we uh, made this uh, interface and gameplay to feel like the classic ones. Uh, but yeah, we have plans for more, to be honest. Uh, and we are also discussing with developers for some uh, other adventure games. One thing, but yeah, uh, we, we're gonna stick to the genre. Yeah, one, one uh, I think, uh, I believe one thing that we can say is exactly what Chris said the mechanic of the adventure games because uh, every I believe uh, that uh, every story is almost, uh, is almost written as a story. Mm. Uh, even yeah. if it's a, even if it's the, if, even if it is a game or a or a movie. So yeah. the thing that we have as as a future plan, as a as a thing that we want to to find and and explore, is uh, how the mechanics uh, might be a bit different in uh, in the adventure games. Okay. If this is if this is a, a thing to say, but we can't we can't uh, reveal it more because it's it, it's not very clear also to us in our head. It's such discussions and ideas and where we want it to go. Uh, but in any case, yeah, we see if it works. But anyway, we will be here. Um, um, the good thing is that we okay, we have the. Um, uh, we have the resource, let's say, in terms of, um, how can I say, uh, the money, let's put it clearly. Well, we will not uh, go bankrupt if uh, the game doesn't sell very well uh, or anything. So we have the, the resource at the moment to explore and make more games having, without having to rely on the absolute success of the, of the ones that we make now, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, so this is, uh, as we said, uh, 
we, we do it for fun at, at, at the moment. Uh, if it works, it works. We can make even better games, even more games and everything. But anyway, uh, we will be here. Uh, we are here to stay because we like it. That's we good. love adventure That's games. <laughs> yeah, we love adventure games and we don't do this uh, for the money. Um, for the passion. Uh, at the moment, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we, we don't want to get rich from adventure games. We just want to keep uh, making games. It would be nice if you didn't get rich as well, but... <laughs> it's, a, it's, <laughs> but it's nice, but it's passion. But, you know, honestly... We grew up with uh, adventure games. Yeah, you know, to be honest, we, 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 you cannot be rich from adventure games. Um, it's difficult, I've heard. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. You don't, you know I mean, uh, but it's the, it's the fun of the, of the thing. Yeah? It's, um, so, uh, you know it very well, the source. Yeah, no, you do I, it I do, because yes. you love it. <laughs> definitely. So, um, no, definitely. Well, I, I think... And this is what makes the community... What is, what, this is what drives the community, I think. The, the community of adventure gamers. The passion. We are a bit uh, passionate, romantic. Um, and for me, we are trying to attract uh, younger players uh, yes. to this genre. But, you know, it's very difficult. because I, I see my son. Uh, you know, he's more uh, into action games. My daughter is a bit different. She likes adventures. But, oh, you know... That's good. It's, yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, it's difficult. It's difficult because... Back in the, in our uh, teens, there are not there were not many options. You know, adventure games were in the the, the most uh, prominent uh, genre of games. Nowadays, you know, we have all these other games. It's difficult to attract, but still, there are some. Uh, there, there is a community, and it's very uh, happy to see. Definitely, it's very very well, nice. Yeah. Oh well, thank you. Hopefully, you can attract younger players as well to keep the genre going. <laughs> Well, uh, you, yourself also, because it's a it's a collaborative uh, effort. So oh, no all of you guys, the streamers, the content yes. creators, the developers, this is what we all uh, try to do. Yeah, and, and you know, to be <laughs> exactly, and you know, this is another thing, and we can close the interview. If you like uh, the the themes of many um, adventure recent adventure games, they are they are more adult. So there are stories for the uh, more adult uh, uh, people. Um, and uh, recently only I see some efforts for the younger players. Uh, and for us, having a Christmassy game was also an effort to attract younger players because um, uh, they, th this is a way to, you know, to bring them inside the, uh, uh, the genre. Uh, and the Christmassy game will help, I hope. And we will promote this to the younger players also. Um, this is, uh, I think, important. Uh, it's, it's nice making adult themes. And uh, for example, okay, also for us, not another weekend, it's, a, it's an adult theme game. But Watch Over Christmas is also, you know, um, we also want to attract uh, younger players. Definitely. Well, hope I wish you all a success with it. Um, we will be uh, this episode will be going out on, I believe, Christmas Eve, uh, so we can see then if the you know the game is released early access, and uh, I will certainly you know talk more about this game on the podcast myself. Uh, well, I think Thank I've you very much. I think I've kept you guys long enough. Thank you so much for spending all this time talking to me. I could talk to you guys <laughs> for hours, but you know it's okay. We could hours, but <laughs> we, 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 we do. <laughs> Thank, thank you for inviting us. 
So that was my interview with Dionus Games, and I hope you enjoyed it. And a huge, huge thank you to the two guys from Dionus Games for joining me as well. And so their game, Watch Over Christmas, it should hopefully be out now, at least in early access, as they mentioned. It should be available on Steam, so people can at least check that out this year, and the full version should be out then next year in 2021. Uh, so hope everyone enjoyed it. Hope everyone is having and has a safe and enjoyable Christmas. And hopefully next year will be better. And um, so next week I would usually be joined by Thomas and Laura. But we are taking a small break, at least from podcasting. Um, but we will be back in the new year. Um, we will be, there's still plenty to look forward to as uh, we will be doing our end of year review. Uh, so even though the year wasn't great, there's still plenty of great adventure games. So we'll be talking about our favorite adventure games. And also coming up in January, we'll also be releasing our 100th episode with a very special guest. Um, before that, next week, we also have a very special guest. We have David Fox, who was the lead developer of Zack McCracken, one of the developers of Indiana Jones and Last Crusade and Maniac Mansion. He very kindly joined me. And he spoke about those games and gave some really fun anecdotes behind the scenes on those games and working for Lucasfilm. So looking forward to releasing that. That will be out next Thursday as well, New Year's Eve, as a kind of present for people um, who've had a tough year. So um, thank you as well for joining us and uh, hope everyone is well and hope everyone has a good Christmas. So until next week, take care, everyone. Goodbye. So if you like the Adventure Games podcast, then please subscribe, rate and review. Wherever you listen to podcasts, please leave a review on iTunes if you can, as every review helps and reviews will help get the word out, especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast. Now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or a Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you